I hate to say it, sweetie, but no man buys the cow when he can get the milk for free. Jamie's shoulders tensed, then her neck, until finally a mammoth tension headache sprouted like an alien probe inside her head. With her outdated cliches, her mother was an anachronism. She had a misspent youth gorging herself on 50s TV shows, like Father Knows Best and Leave It to Beaver. Jamie had actually caught her mother watching old reruns on TV land. But Mom was right. Things with Leo hadn't gone the way Jamie planned. Do not put that bean up your nose, Emily. Her sister, Denise, snatched the bean out of the baby's hand. And you shouldn't compare Jamie to a cow, Mom, Denise admonished with a pointed finger. When she's just been dumped, we're supposed to be building up her esteem. Her mother's kitchen was fragrant with the scent of baking lasagna. Of course, it wasn't for their lunch, but for the church guild potluck that night. Jamie sipped her lemonade. For once, it was better to let her sister Denise fight the fight for her, because really, being compared to a cow. Of course, Denise went on, wheezing a little. She hadn't lost all the weight she'd gained with Emily and insisted on wearing body shapers that squeezed the breath out of her. If you'd listened to me five years ago and told Leo to set a date or you were out of there, you wouldn't have wasted all this time. Okay, so Jamie didn't need Denise to go to battle for her. Seated beside Jamie at the table, Nanette poured more lemonade. She doesn't need to hear a bunch of I told you so's. Nanette was the eldest Baylor daughter. They'd all been towheads as little girls, but Nanette was the only one of them who remained a blonde when she got older. Her three daughters had blonde hair too. It's her job she's got to worry about. The Silicon Valley economy is crap right now. She's never going to find anything that pays as well as that job, especially not after she got F-I-R-E-D. Nanette spelled it out as if it were a curse word she didn't want one of her girls to pick up. It's been over a week and you haven't looked for a job. Jamie's sisters had been over every other day since she lost her job and Leo had dumped her, forcing her to move in with her mother until she found an apartment. They were supposed to be cheering her up, but, um, the best intentions had gone awry. She needs time to rethink and regroup, you know. Thank you, Kathy. Kathy was the closest to Jamie in age. That made them closer as sisters. They'd fended for each other when they were younger, and Denise and Annette ganged up on the babies. Jamie realized she hadn't said a word in the last 15 minutes. She'd let her sisters and mother do all the talking, all the demoralizing. God, she was no better than a cow. Dick had fired her, then Leo had dumped her, though he'd been polite about it. Leo was always diplomatic. I don't want to get married right now. I'm not ready. I need more time. But if you have to have a decision now, then we should probably rethink our living arrangements. With those few awful, polite words, Leo had ripped away everything she'd dreamed of for seven years. Maybe pushing him to set a date hadn't been the message the universe was trying to send her. Her mom bent down to check the lasagna. 
The Formica countertops of Jamie's youth had been replaced by granite. The appliances were all stainless steel, and the oven was convection. Her mom swore by it. Well, she's out of the frying pan and into the fire now, Mom quipped. Sometimes she hated her mother's sayings, especially when they held a grain of truth. Jamie had to admit she didn't like change. You never knew what you'd get, and half the time it was worse than what you already had. She didn't like the 50-50 odds. She'd stayed with Dickhead because she was afraid she'd get stuck with an even worse boss. She'd stayed with Leo because, well, she'd been afraid she couldn't catch another man, or that it was better not to risk rejection.